The Bible says to encourage one another and build one another up. That is why this podcast exists. Welcome to Real Life with Lynn, where you will find stories about applying scripture to life, whether it's over something big, small, or something in the gray area. I hope you will join me on the journey, find some encouragement in Jesus, and share it with someone you know. Hello, and welcome to episode seven of Real Life with Lynn. And as always, every week, I am your host, Lynn. I hope you are having a great day so far and that you are doing well in all things that you are pursuing. So today, I'm going to start off with a story. And this story is kind of going to tell on me a little bit, but this is real life. So here we go. There was a particular Monday morning. Now, Monday mornings have stereotypes about them, and I have not had one this stereotypically Monday until a couple weeks ago. So the morning began like any other. I got out of bed. I got ready for work, went to the car, cranked it. And then I realized, man, I really need to fill up with gas before I go to work because I was significantly low. The gas light was blinking and I normally don't do that. But for some reason it was that way. So I just said to myself, okay, well, I will go by the gas station on the way to work. I go fill my car up with gas and continue on to work. As I'm driving down the road, Suddenly, I get to the train tracks, and now there's a train passing, but it's moving very slow. And when I say very slow, I mean slow enough that I could have gotten out of my car, hopped on it, and gone for a little bit of a joyride and gotten back in my car before it passed by where I couldn't see my car anymore. It was running that slow. And so I come up on it, and I'm sitting there, and I just think to myself, come on, jeez, what is going on? In my attempt to pass the time, I turned on some upbeat music and kind of just jammed to the beat and attempted to let the time pass. Well, then time passes and the train goes by and I go over the tracks to go to work. Well, then I get to within a block from work. I'm on a side street. And as I'm on this side street, suddenly I notice that there's a garbage truck backing out of some sort of a narrow driveway by a business. He's backing out. And then he just sits in the middle of the road and doesn't move. And I'm driving up on this garbage truck and I'm sitting there waiting for this garbage truck to move. And I'm trying to resist the urge to honk my horn or hit the steering wheel because by this point I'd already been stopped by a train and like a little bit of frustration had set in from that. So then it was just building with this garbage truck. And I just thought to myself, are you kidding me? What is happening today? It is Monday what's going on? (laughs) By this point, like there's two layers of frustration going on within me on this particular day. And after a few minutes, the truck finally moved, went on his way. I continued going to work. Finally, when I turned on the street where I work, I went to park. Now where I work, it's in downtown. So you kind of have to street park. And so I'm driving down the street to find a place to park. And there's this huge, dark Tahoe just sitting in the middle of the road. It's blocking available spaces ahead. And it's also blocking where there's a small lot where I could potentially park. So I'm literally just having to sit in the middle of the street waiting for them to figure out what they're going to do. And that third layer, I just thought to myself, I don't understand. (laughs) This is one of those like typical Monday mornings. That frustration was three layers in and it had just built. And by the time I got to my desk, 
and sat down, I just banged my hands on my desk in frustration, you know, because I just thought to myself, man, I work for a ministry. I'm trying to do God's work here. And why was it so hard for me to get to work this morning? I just, I was frustrated by that. It was a small moment for me. And then suddenly, not long after I exclaimed that in frustration to myself, and suddenly, like this, like a wind or a breeze passing by, suddenly I hear these words, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Ooh, you want to talk about a little bit of conviction for me? In my frustrated moment, those were the words I heard after I got past my own frustration for a minute and sat in it and stewed in it. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And it made me realize that my priorities that morning were off. My heart was frustrated that I couldn't get to work on time. And I was valuing my job, valuing my ability to be on time more than getting to work safely. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What do we value? What do we treasure? What do our hearts think of? It made This moment made me really think about what do I value most in my life? And I pose that question to you. What do you value most? Do you value your family, church, your job, money, cell phone, computer, whatever the case may be? Now I have another follow-up question for you. As you're thinking about What are the things that you value most? My other question is, does Jesus even make it into the top five or top 10 or even top 20? The Bible speaks to our priorities. The Bible speaks to what we value most. And as people, as human beings, especially in a Western culture where we have so much available to us, it is easy to value something else more than Jesus. And so today I just want to spend this episode resetting ourselves. And this episode honestly is for me as much as it is for you. This is a good reminder for me. And I hope it's a good reminder for you. Matthew chapter six talks about where your treasure is. That verse that I heard in my head when I got frustrated, I would like to read a few of those verses to you today, just to kind of get us thinking and remind us about treasure, priorities, and and what that kind of needs to look like for us. So let's start in Matthew chapter 6, reading verse 19. Let me pull my Bible up where I can see, <laughs> where I can see and still talk into a microphone. <laughs> Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in or steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The direct context of this is primarily discussing, it's talking about material things. This is in a series of teachings in the middle of Jesus's big sermon on the Mount. And this is one of those moments he stops and he takes a minute to set out this reminder to not store for ourselves treasures on earth. Now, what are some earthly treasures? Some of the things I listed earlier, money, job, technology, our phones, our families, churches. Yes, even our families and churches. That's a whole other episode topic that I could gladly get into. But where our treasure is, what we value most is where our heart is. Your heart will be attached to, your heart will be fixated on what you value most. So the question here also is, what is your heart fixated on? 
Is your heart obsessed with getting married someday? Is your heart obsessed with getting that next promotion? Is your heart obsessed with those grandchildren more than God? Is your heart obsessed with obtaining some sort of status in your church? Is your heart obsessed with making more money? Let me back up a second. I just want to say wanting these things is not bad. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm not telling you that loving your grandchildren and treasuring them is bad. I'm not telling you that loving your church and treasuring your your job is bad. I'm not saying that wanting to make money to be able to live is not where the bad part of this is. What happens to us, though, is that we get so caught up in that, that we put those things above God in our hearts, and we do it automatically without realizing it. A lot of times we put ourselves ultimately above God in our hearts. Where our hearts are, what our hearts are focused on, what we are focused on as people as our main priority is what we value most. If you are more focused on, if you're more focused on your job than you are your life or on God, then maybe we should talk about resetting our priorities. I mean, Mark chapter eight asks this question, what does it profit a man? to gain the whole world and forfeit or give up his soul. I pose that question to us. What do we benefit? What's the benefit of gaining all these material things in the world, but losing our souls to it? Later in the book of Mark in chapter 12, there's a scribe that comes up to Jesus and he asks him, which commandment is the most important of all? (laughs) What a question. Because not only, think about this, not only are there the Ten Commandments, but there's also commandments located in the book of Leviticus, where there's hundreds of laws to choose from here. And this guy asked Jesus, which commandment is the most important of all? What is Jesus' answer to him? Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, and with all your strength. That is the most important commandment to our Savior and our friend, Jesus. What's the most important commandment to us? Oftentimes, we focus on the most important commandments being the do's and don'ts of Scripture. Don't commit murder. Do pray every day. Give thanks in all circumstances. Don't slander people. We, we look at the do's and don't lists that are located all throughout the Bible and we focus on that and we, we're like, well, those are the greatest. Those are the most important ones because it's telling us how to behave as Christians and how to live. Sure, you could be right in saying that, maybe. But Jesus answered this question and said, the most important commandment is that you love God with everything that you are. And if we take up that mantle to love and value God more than everything and to love him with everything we are. We'll be spending the rest of our lives learning what that means and how to do that. (laughs) So this is a lifelong endeavor. This is not a one and done kind of deal. And so today I just wanted to take a minute to remind us of that, to remind us to not lose hope, to keep on believing, to keep on trusting, to keep on asking. So what do you value most? What do I value most? The most important commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. In the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon says, 
that the whole duty of man is to fear God and keep his commandments. So the whole duty of man in the eyes of Solomon, the wisest man outside of Jesus to walk on earth, has to do with God. The whole duty of man is about God. Our whole reason for being is about God. If it were only about our salvation and only about our walk with God, then at the point that we trust in him as our savior, boom, we would be done. Jesus wouldn't need us on earth anymore. We'd be taken up to heaven. If the whole point of us living on earth was to simply come to this saving knowledge and faith in Jesus, if that was the only reason we were here, then when we get to that place, Jesus would take us up. But he doesn't do that for us. And why? Because there's more to be done. There's more for us to learn. There's more for us to teach. There's more people to love. There's more people to show the love of God because only those who have experienced the love of God can discover how to love God and how to love people. Only those who have truly experienced the love of God can can understand that it does not benefit us to gain the world and yet lose our soul. So today, that's all I have for you. (laughs) The encouragement, the hope, the reminder to value and love God with your heart and your soul and your mind and your strength today. To ask him to help you do that day in and day out. To ask him moment by moment to help you as you walk and you live and you encounter people that (laughs) don't bring out the best in you. As you encounter frustrations, as you encounter sadness, as you encounter joy, that we encounter all of this and we remember who to treasure the most. And that's Jesus. Thank you for listening. I truly hope you were able to find a nugget of encouragement or wisdom for your life today. I would love to hear what God is teaching you. You can connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or the website. Don't forget, share what you learned today with someone you know. And also be encouraged. You're not alone on this crazy, curvy, and sometimes bumpy road I like to call real life.